Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of We're Living on the Trend, uh, courtesy of Johnny Davis. I think that's what we were going for, is Living on the Edge. By, uh, sure. We're living on the edge. Anyways, hey, uh, I'm Jack, and you are Miles. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's plenty. All right, nailed it for today. All right, buy tickets to the live show August 25th, uh, Wednesday. (laughs) Go to momenthouse.com slash the daily zeitgeist. Check out Chris Crofton, the whole crew, Anna, Jack, me, Jack will dance. Okay, he's saying Jack will be dancing. I will dance like I did in the year 2000, which is going to be cool. Pretty aggressively. Um, He was skanking hardcore. (laughs) He elbowed a teacher. He he elbowed a chaperone at a dance because he was skanking so hard. Yeah, come Uh, through. Anyways, we are living on the trend, and here are some of the things that are trending. Uh, We talk a little bit more about this on tomorrow's episode, but Library of Congress was trending because a dude basically like live-streamed his uh, finger being on a detonator, live-streamed his like hostage negotiations, and it it was a mess. But one thing that we didn't get into, that there's cash all over the ground yeah. And apparently he threw out $3,000 in ones. Uh, and then, but then he's threatening. It just seems like that's at cross purposes with also having your finger on a detonator. The whole thing is weird. Cause he's like, I'll do it, but I don't want to die and I don't want to hurt people. But if I have to, it's, I don't know. It's, it's almost what, like it wasn't well thought out. Yeah, no, absolutely. But it right. caused a lot of panic. OnlyFans is trending because they are banning sexually explicit content. This yeah. reminds me of when Playboy like banned. Hey, yeah, that's when I was there. I was right. there when we went non nude. Right? Yeah, I said, "Look, Hef." I said, "Listen to me. You awake?" And then his nurse was like, "Please, he hasn't been conscious in days." <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's nine hundred thousand years old." Um, no. So the, the deal is, they're essentially they've been having a lot of problems raising new funding for the company. Mm. And because they say apparently investors are either cautious that it might be doing potentially hosting content that would contain minors or some investors have mandates where like they're banned, like prohibited from investing in adult content that they are switching it up to do that. I don't know how that makes sense. Um, Isn't that kind of what they built their entire business model around? Yes. And then and a lot of people who like sex workers were finding like legit ways to bring in money and things like that, that they're just switching it up. It seems just completely counterintuitive. And that's why many jokes are like, okay, well, I guess Patreon's where it's at. Or like, have they not heard of Tumblr? That there's all kinds of, um, I don't know. This just, this is, this is where they're at though. They want to make yeah. more money. They need more funding, but to do that, they have to completely change what they do. Right. Because growth is the only thing that matters in, Oh, like that sort of capitalism. It's like, we, well, we have to show growth so that we can get more funding so that we can show more growth so we can get more funding so we right. can ultimately, you know, cash out for billions of dollars or whatever, rather than just being like, okay, well, this is the thing that this is the lane that we found that people actually want to use us for. So and now they're switching might as well follow that. Yeah. They're just, they're swerving hard into the lane next to them without really checking their blind spot. Um, mm-hmm. Let's keep this metaphor going. Larry David was trending this morning because he had a run-in with Alan Dershowitz at a grocery store on Martha's Vineyard. I don't know. Like, part of me, I'm like, yeah, this is cool that Larry David is who he is. 
uh, on, on curb. Like he just was like, told him that he's disgusting. <laughs> um, at the same time, like there, if you read the story there, apparently they were buddies before. Right. So that, that's not great. I guess yeah. all rich people are just friends with one another. Uh, cause having richness in common is like the more significant than, yeah. Yeah. Cause at the, at the end of the day, at a certain wealth level, your enemies are all the same people. So, but here's how the exchange went. Dershowitz told David, cause, uh, he apparently tried to say hi to Larry David, David Larry David kind of ignored him. Dershowitz said, we can still talk, Larry. And Larry David said, no, no, we really can't. I saw you. I saw you with your arm around fucking Pompeo. It's disgusting. And Dershowitz was like, he's my former student at Harvard Law. I greet all of my former students that way. I can't greet my former students. Uh, And then David said, it's disgusting. Your whole enclave, it's disgusting. You are disgusting. Uh, And then Larry David walked away. Alan Dershowitz took off his t-shirt to reveal another t-shirt underneath Woo! that says it's the constitution stupid um also and then he took and then he kicked rocks he hopped in the whip and what did they say how do they describe his exit drove off in an old dirty volvo <laughs> <laughs> i mean he pulled out the gag t-shirt after the argument and then hopped in his volvo and peaced out novelty t-shirts is Amazing! No, didn't he it's corroborate the highest this? form of communication? Yeah, he corroborated he all. He was this. like, "Yeah, my wife got me this shirt," and you're like, "Oh my god, none of this is made up." First of all, I don't think the Constitution has anything to say about your ability to hang out with celebrities who you think are cool, or them not thinking you're cool and not inviting you to uh, dinner parties that you want to go to, and just having the fact that he keeps keeps it on him. Keeps the novelty T-shirt on him, yeah. always ready to uh, clap at a moment's notice is is amazing. Instead of this, yeah, like some thug type dude lifting his shirt to let you know what he's on his waistband, Dershowitz just lifts his T-shirt to reveal that he has another little joke T-shirt on underneath. <laughs> and you're like, hey, don't fuck with him. You don't want to hey. smoke with Dershowitz. Whoa, 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 man. Hey, all right. Whoa, whoa, easy, Look, man. It's a kid's just birthday, man. Yeah. Fucking wave that shit around in here. <sighs> And also, so we haven't heard much for, about the uh, Greg Gutfeld uh, late night show since it came out. I thought we had heard that it got canceled, but maybe they were just, maybe that was wishful thinking. I don't know. Uh, but apparently it just passed, just surpassed Stephen Colbert in ratings. Mm-hmm. It is now the highest rated late <laughs> night talk show. Yeah. So All I right. think... I think we need to promise to our listeners to watch one of these and kind of get, give our analysis. I can't. Um, I mean, what? How? I, and I also like for the people who are in that writer's room, like all these other late night shows. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know what kind of existential dilemma you're having at the moment. We're like, this is like anti comedy on this other show and it's getting more ratings, but it clearly doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, I, it, cause I remember the initial reviews were like abysmal and the ratings were super low, but I guess, you know, it's like, uh, like any great album. Sometimes it might not make a bang in the beginning and then it grows on people right. and then it becomes the anthem. But yeah, I, I guess I could abuse myself further and watch a few minutes of it. 
I won't put that on you, but I, I will watch an episode of this at some point in the next year. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely I, I, I want to see because we've yeah. seen in the past like Huckabee style of humor. We've seen what the gist of shows like this are. But watch, that's not, I was making a joke. I'm like, watch, you got Louis C.K. in that, right? They they have a lit ass writer's room of like canceled producers. Right, right. Yeah. Um, all right, let's take a quick break and we'll come right back. And we're back. And Mo Brooks is trending. The dude who was really a, a big part of like getting people whooped up for the uh, January 6th insurrection. Oh, yeah. The one who's getting um, sued, dodging subpoenas, who wore, he wore a bulletproof, bulletproof vest. vest. Yeah, yeah, on January 6th. Yeah, it was very peaceful. Very peaceful. He's now trending because he put out a statement in regard to this DC, uh, put, you know, uh, attempted bomber situation and was basically saying some shit like he understands the frustration that this man is feeling. Um, and completely pain. legitimizing this shit. Yeah, because um, the guy said that like the South is coming for you, Joe Biden. So yeah, Mo Brooks has to, you know, represent. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, you know, throw more, throw more fire on the gas fire along with gas on the fire. Just whatever, whatever <laughs> to do to exacerbate the situation. Right. Um. I mean, yeah. This, again, cool. that's why this shit's so frightening. You know, this is yeah, how it really it's, just, is. it's not going to end. You still have, there's still plenty of people in Congress who are willing to rah-rah this shit um, and only make people feel like this is the norm and appropriate and an actual way to do things. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I don't know. We'll see what kind of uh, action is was taken against him, uh, but I doubt any because these people can't even punish the January 6th people properly. Like to the point where there was that one judge a couple weeks ago was like, why are we only chart like how come these this seems like we're letting a lot of people off light for what happened mm. and the cost to the the taxpayer for this in- event what is happening here so um you know america shows its soft spot for white supremacy <laughs> white supremacy uh the i i mean i'd ask you right back why why aren't we charging antifa uh for january 6th <laughs> oh bro Eternals is trending. They just dropped the final trailer uh, before the November release. This is uh, from the director of Nomadland. I I like. I want to like this movie. I I like it in theory. I'm into the idea of like, you know, creating a franchise based on a lesser known comic that's like, you know, continues on and people find new superheroes and. Uh, there's a couple good comedic actors in it, but this trailer is just like a lot of laser eyes and like mm. big mythical monsters. I'm like, you've got Betty laser eyes. Yeah. My favorite song. <laughs> um, it's, I don't know. It just, it just feels like the sort of thing Brett Ratner could direct when you, when you're showing me a bunch of laser eyes. I, uh, yeah, I'll, I'm, it's, this is the Chloe Zhao movie, right? Yeah. This is Chloe Zhao. Yeah. I was, I was just reading this thing about how, uh, China has like basically stopped approving MCU films over there. Really? Yeah, like as a way to kind of like push back. What are There's they like, pushing back on? I think it's probably a, a number of things, like the messaging in it, and maybe the people. Because they said that uh, Chloe Zhao's Oscar win was like censored in China. Wow. Essentially, it, it all stems from this interview she gave in 2013, where mm. she had said that, like, she was talking about her 
upbringing and you know adolescent years as a like teenager in China and referred to China as quote a place where there are lies everywhere. And ever since wow. then, it's been it's been a rocky uh, road. So yeah, I'm curious if, uh... how much Disney's like. Oh God, we really counting on that market to make these things pop. But yeah, and so they're not allowing eternals to come out as of right now it seems like they're not interested in in showing the film there or having any marketing around it i feel like we should come up with a different name for authoritarians because authoritarian makes it sound like they're just like kind of this like unflappable stoic like my authority and it's they're just like so messy and sensitive uh super producer brian said insecuritarians uh which i think is oh yeah very good Insecuritarians. Yeah, right. All right. And finally, Westworld is trending. Uh, what? Why is Westworld trending? We got a season four coming. Uh, this, this is an article about Disney and how they're trying to make their experiences more next level. And from this New York Times, I think people are quote tweeting this New York Times snippet. This is quote, Disney wants the robots in its parks to come alive. One goal, setting them free from the confines of the rides and letting them wander walkways to turn the parks into, as one executive put it, inhabited places oh i don't like that at all that's no uh inhabited places that's an accident waiting to happen um <laughs> so people are like okay westworld uh sure i don't i don't know what kind huh. of i don't think i need that i'm not necessarily that's not gonna make my experience better at a place like oh shit the robot just straight up hopped out this fucking ride <laughs> like some fucking horror movie and inhabited like implies that they have i don't know that's such a creepy way to put it it makes it like it implies cognition and like a culture almost like right inhabitants mm -hmm. once once deserted wastelands now thriving and inhabited <laughs> by fucking semi-sentient robots right who just want to have a good time with your kids <laughs> but steer clear if one of their battery packs runs out that's a 3,000 pound block that's gonna fall on someone so wow alright well that's terrifying uh, <laughs> those are the things that are trending though um, so we are back tomorrow with a whole last episode yeah. of the show until then be kind to each other be kind to yourselves get the fucking vaccine mm. don't do nothing about white supremacy and we oh. will talk to y'all tomorrow Something. bye bye